Hi. 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 Welcome back to the Barefoot Office. I am so glad that you are here. Missed last night being with you. It just was a long day, hot in the sun, I got dehydrated and couldn't couldn't manage to find time or space at the end of the day to record. So even though it's Sunday, we'll read yesterday's reading to stay in the Lectio Continua of the Daily Office and continue with Matthew rather than jump out as we sometimes do on Sundays. And that's okay. It'll, uh, I'm in the hammock at the house rather than at my apartment where my Bible and BCP are. So I'll be jumping back and forth between apps and photos and things to get the translation. I think it's fun to use other translations sometimes when I'm stuck without my David Bentley Hart copy of the New Testament. So we'll be reading from the message tonight. This is Matthew 26, 26 to 35. This first time as we read, what word or phrase sticks out to you? During the meal, Jesus took and blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. Taking the cup and thanking God, he gave it to them. Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. I'll not be drinking wine from this cup again until that new day when I'll drink with you in the kingdom of my Father. They sang a hymn and went directly to Mount Olives. Then Jesus told them, Before the night's over, you're going to fall to pieces because of what happens to me. There is a scripture that says, I'll strike the shepherd. Helter-skelter, the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I, your shepherd, will go ahead of you, leading the way to Galilee. Peter broke in, Even if everyone else falls to pieces on account of you, I won't. Don't be so sure, Jesus said. This very night before the rooster crows up the dawn, you will deny me three times. Peter protested, Even if I had to die with you, I would never deny you. All the others said the same thing. What word or phrase sticks out to you? For me, it was fall to pieces and rooster crows up the dawn and all the others said the same thing. The second time as we read, where do you see God in this passage? What do you hold as something holy, something surprising, something that makes you want to stop and reflect and think about something more than the ordinary of your life? During the meal, Jesus took and blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. Taking the cup and thanking God, he gave it to them. Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, God's new covenant poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. 
I'll not be drinking wine from this cup again until that new day when I'll drink with you in the kingdom of my father. They sang a hymn and went directly to Mount Olives. Then Jesus told them, Before the night's over, you're going to fall to pieces because of what happens to me. There is a scripture that says, I'll strike the shepherd, helter-skelter the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, your shepherd, I, will go ahead of you, leading the way to Galilee. Peter broke in, even if everyone else falls to pieces on account of you, I won't. Don't be so sure, Jesus said. This very night, before the rooster crows up the dawn, you will deny me three times. Peter protested, even if I had to die with you, I would never deny you. All the others said the same thing. Where do you see God in this passage? When I first read this passage, I was struck with fall to pieces on account of you. And that, number one, that the disciples could be so caught up in Jesus' life and Jesus' ministry that the way it abruptly comes to an end, even though he's warned them so many times, but they're so caught up that they have such empathy that they fall to pieces on his account. Watching someone else's suffering, they fall to pieces. That's what Jesus says will happen. That's what they, in fact, do. And I just wonder who makes you fall to pieces? Who makes me fall to pieces? As an adult child of an alcoholic, I am often prone to stuffing my feelings, to doing anything and everything I can not to feel them, not to fall to pieces for any reason, or for someone else's sake especially. Although really it's probably easier to focus on others' feelings and fall to pieces for them than it is to fall to pieces for myself. Of course, in a Trinitarian anthropology, you're never separate from other people, the people that you're in relationship with. And so if you're falling to pieces on the part of someone else, it's on your own part as well. Hmm. But I also thought about Peter who makes this what we know with the hindsight of having the whole story is somewhat a rash vow saying I'll never and how many things do we say we will never do only immediately to go out and do them or to find out that the promise we are making in the heat of the moment we can't keep as we move through the future, as we suffer, as we grow, as we change. And having broken vows of my own, I feel for Peter. I meant what I said, but that doesn't mean that I always will have the strength to mean it. And Peter and I 
both have to live with that. And it's a lot. This third time as we read, what can you imagine yourself doing or being in the concrete day-to-day of your life? What might God be calling you to do or to be in this passage? During the meal, Jesus took and blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it to his disciples. Take, eat, this is my body. Taking the cup and thanking God, he gave it to them. Drink this, all of you. This is my blood, God's new covenant, poured out for many people for the forgiveness of sins. I'll not be drinking wine from this cup again until that new day when I'll drink with you in the kingdom of my Father. They sang a hymn and went directly to Mount Olives. Then Jesus told them, Before the night's over, you're going to fall to pieces because of what happens to me. There's a scripture that says, I'll strike the shepherd, helter-skelter, the sheep will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I, your shepherd, will go ahead of you, leading the way to Galilee. Peter broke in, even if everyone else fails, falls to pieces on account of you, I won't. Don't be so sure, Jesus said, this very night, before the rooster crows up the dawn, you will deny me three times. Peter protested, even if I had to die with you, I would never deny you. All the others said the same thing. What is God calling you to do or to be in this passage? I was struck with that shepherd imagery this time that the shepherd can't really go ahead of the sheep because the sheep are scattered. The shepherd would have to go find the sheep. The sheep don't have some kind of GPS tracking device, some sort of internal pull to know where the shepherd is. It's the shepherd who can think, who can plan, who can seek, who can keep track of where they've been and where they haven't been. The sheep just go where they stop, where they stay, where they are, but sheep are not ones to find much more beyond grass or water. And I don't know what that means exactly, except that it gives me grace to not know where I'm supposed to go, not know where I'm supposed to follow, to not know where the shepherd is or where he's leading right now. Or she. And for now, I suppose that is enough. The prayer for the Sunday closest to last Sunday, whatever that was. O Lord, mercifully receive the prayers of your people who call upon you and grant that they may know and understand what things they ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Hope and joy be yours. 
for you have within you, for you are the light of the world, always. Thank you.